Hey folks, this is Chris McLean, Peak Performance and Transformation Coach, and welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance and Predictable Growth Show, the peak performance show for creative agency founders, owners, and leaders, where we explore the agency journey from the unique perspective of those at the coalface of the industry. My guests each week help unlock and dissect strategies, tools, tactics from the trenches that are working right now to help you deliver better results for your clients and grow and scale your agency beyond six and seven figures. And my guest today, all the way from Belgrade, Serbia, all these Serbians coming on the show, Serbians are going off for digital marketing at the moment, is the wonderful Yelena from Amazonia PPC. Welcome. Hey, Chris. Welcome, Hi. Hi. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm very honored to be a part of the show and uh, to share our experience on, and our journey on this path. Yeah, pleasure. So you specialize in Amazon. Tell us about yes. how did you how did you get into Amazon? How did you become a specialist in helping people grow their Amazon shops? Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm the owner of Amazonia PPC, which is a digital agency dedicated to providing PPC management services uh, to Amazon sellers. So we specialize on on the Amazon in the Amazon marketplace. And before that, like six years ago, we started doing uh, managing PPC campaigns across different platforms like Google and Facebook and Bing, but. Um, since our focus back then was uh, e-commerce, even back then, uh, we kind of like noticed that there's a shift in um, focus of the customers moving away from dropshipping websites to platforms such as Amazon. So in 2018, we decided to strictly focus on the Amazon marketplace and BPC management services for that marketplace. Wow, I actually had an Amazon shop for a couple of years didn't go so yeah. well, so I could have used you. I could have used you about four years ago to help yeah. out. So I, I, I know a little bit about uh, Amazon FBA um, and the whole process behind running an Amazon shop. And we did a little bit of sort of Amazon um, ran some Amazon ads. So I'm assuming that's the PPC inside Amazon itself that you specialize in. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you started off like four years ago and things didn't work out for you, maybe it was the wrong product choice because PPC as a platform back then wasn't even that much developed. Like the biggest development we've seen over the past three years on Amazon has been the last year. Like every other week you would see a new feature come up. Uh, yeah. Even new platforms such as DSP, which is a demand demand side platform. This is like a, this is like a new thing that's available for sellers that spend at least $10,000 in advertising per month, uh, yeah. which will give you additional features and, and uh, targeting options and things like these. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, probably been the wrong product choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, probably. That and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the product. Well, we went into the uh, the mobility market, so we were doing a, uh, like, a massage balls and that mm -hmm. kind of thing, like massage balls and foam rollers and that kind of thing which when we initially started was looked like a decent market, but then, you know, a lot of people came in and obviously did it better than we did, whether our ad, but it, interesting to see how far that um, just the, the platform itself has come and say sort of in the last year or so. So what's what's your ideal customer? Who, who comes to you and says, Yelena, we need your help? <laughs> Is it someone who's just starting out? Is it someone who's sort of down the track a bit? 
where, where's best for you to, to step in and help? Um, our preferred type of client is someone who's already been pretty established on Amazon and they are um, spending a couple of thousand at least uh, per month in Amazon simply because that's how our service is best suited for, for these people. We can either improve their profitability by decreasing the ad spend somehow or scale the account if they need to, if they are they want to grow, which has become increasingly uh, challenging, especially since last year where the supply chain has been a little bit uh, disrupted. So uh, yeah, uh, services like ours are best suited for uh, clients that already have some kind of established uh, procedures even regarding PPC, we're very happy to adapt to their way of uh, work. And do you find people with multiple listings and multiple items, um, just in terms of what, what, what is most effective on Amazon at the moment for, for people that are out there that are maybe running shops or looking to start up Amazon businesses? Is it you know having one really great product and sort of doubling down on that or people that tend to have multiple products or does it not really matter? Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. Like um, a, a lot of people are wondering if it's now too late to enter the Amazon's marketplace because um, a couple of years ago, you could have had a winning product and then scale off of that product and add more product products or expand to multiple marketplaces or add more inventory to your bestsellers so they could rank even better and things like these. These were ways how you scale an account. But right now, the landscape has changed a little bit and there's a lot of Chinese sellers as well. Competition has become a little more fierce. So um, if you want to start off an Amazon FBA business, that's also that's uh, still something viable. It's something you can do, but it requires a lot more patience than what it uh, used to require before, like a couple of years ago. And also reinvesting all your profits and all your capitals and building a brand and building um, external traffic coming through to your listings and all these things. Like Amazon has become a platform that um, creates a much more branded experience, like a well-rounded shopping experience, much more than what it used to be before, just like an e-commerce platform. Right now they're adding a lot of different uh content marketing formats such as amazon posts amazon lives you know things like these uh video ads product videos and all these things which are all new formats didn't exist before that we as experienced ppc and generally marketing managers can see that they lead into a like a well-rounded shopping experience designed mostly for millennials i'd say so yeah to answer your question, you can start either with one product, even with a couple products, like a brand, but uh, still patience and reinvesting is, is the key to success. And talk about that landscape, and that's that's something that obviously in, being in, in Feb of 2021 and coming off what was a pretty horrendous year for, for most people last year. Did you see yeah. a, a big shift in the market last year and sort of moving into this year and uh, are people coming out of it? Is, do you think it's going to be around for a while? How do you see that? Definitely saw a shift, a change last year, mid-March, when the all this global lockdown started. Um, first mm. of all, a change in the demand, like, you know, all these products that are luxury, travel, um, I don't know, what what would also be a good example but mostly like travel bags like for example they were 
their sales would just uh, be non-existent for a couple of months. So sellers who sold these types of goods really struggle with cash flow. They had a inventory that's stuck in Amazon. It's not selling. They pay for FBA fees uh, for them to keep their inventory in. And at the same time, they have suppliers that they uh, owe money to. So it was a pretty nasty situation. And the other type of nasty situation that we have had uh, was for supplements, for example, and all these things where, um, you know, customers would perceive they need in a pandemic economy, uh, like I need supplements to improve my immunity and, and uh, perception like this, uh, which led to a huge, such a huge surge and increase uh, in sales that they just couldn't keep it up through inventory, which then hurt their organic rankings. And that's the other type of situation. But definitely uh, those bigger sellers who already reached, you know, seven figures, they were able to handle the situation. They already have developed systems and uh, more uh, room to uh, navigate through this kind of situation where smaller sellers who depend on cash flow to grow, they were really hurt and some of them never recovered. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that's like a... A microcosm of, of the real world, really. It's interesting Absolutely. that you've got that, that, that kind of double-edged sword, as you say. People kind of suffered on, on the negative yeah. end, but sort of having having too much demand becomes a problem as well, which is that's that's kind of interesting. And I imagine Amazon's a place where you kind of really see that, that dichotomy happen a lot. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of some kind of predictions for the future, I think that... Uh, 2021 will be uh, some like a very mild version of last year. Uh, we still have like supply supply chain issues and things like these, but we're well adapted to them. And Amazon is expanding their uh, their warehouses and their possibilities too. So they're they're adapting to the situation, investing a lot into new warehouses and more space, and also sellers are more, uh, they're smarter now. Everyone has a deal with the third party supplier, 3PL uh, logistics. Um, so if for some reason Amazon's not able to deliver your goods, um, then you know your your partner, 3PL partner will do that for, for you. So you have a business continuity uh, plan going on. So I think that, that that's going to contribute to the whole situation getting better this year, hopefully. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting how the, the, the market changes right and people work stuff out when they they kind of go through a situation like last year and they're forced to reimagine their business or just think about as you say think about supply chain and kind of just change their business and now have that sort of double um you know, having having amazon fba but then also having local delivery partners um yeah it's always fascinating how people always manage to overcome or the, the ones that do manage to overcome survive and and those that are a bit more fragile Kind of go the way of the, the dinosaur they don't survive so well so it's interesting must be interesting operating in, in such a dynamic space like amazon yeah it's not never a boring day i would recommend <laughs> all sellers to you know ask for professional help from some kind of talented inventory balancing specialist someone who can you know come up with creative solutions to deliver the goods in time and at the same time like sell out and, and there are a lot of rules that amazon imposed on sellers last year regarding inventory that affect all other aspects of their business such as ppc so if you can gain better control over your inventory then that's something that 
um, would be the main focus for all for business stability in 2021. I definitely recommend mm. that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's something we definitely found trying to balance the ads with the stock management with every FBA and all the other stuff. It, it can be quite complicated, especially if you're starting out and you don't really know what you're doing. So, yeah, I can yeah. say from experience, definitely having a professional on board who knows what they're doing um, would be useful. So how, how did you how did you get into this business? Because you've grown this, you started consulting and now you've grown to a team of nine people, I think you you were saying. That's, that's, imp- that's impressive in just sort of six, six years' time. Um, yes, yes. It's, it's um, something that I've started doing as a consultant, as a freelance consultant, and then um, I tried to, try to outgrow it into an agency type of service, which is uh, something I always dreamed about. And we also have pretty big plans for this year as well in terms of scaling the agency. Um, but this was uh, uh, it was a time like 2017-18 when I really, really wanted to start working with my own clients to gain more control over the things I learn and I encounter. Because when you work as a freelancing con- contractor, like within an agency, other agency or something like that, you only get one portion of uh, work covered that they give you. Um, whereas when you're running something your own, then you can design uh, things according to your own uh, according to your own plan and and uh, the way you imagine things. So, yeah. what what have you found the hardest part from the agency perspective? Say to a lot of people that, I mean, from my experience, and I believe a lot of others, the shift from you know, being yourself or being a consultant to starting to have a team, you, you get into a whole other layer of it becomes people management and relationship management how have you mm-hmm. found that that growth and having employees and and having staff to manage how's that played out for you how have you enjoyed that well you know managing the team is very much different from doing things yourself because it's it's something that uh, requires serving them in the first place instead of serving the clients you know you take care of your team and then they will take care of the clients and that's the biggest mindset shift I have to make Um, the main focus is to train your team members in order to uh, maintain the same level and quality of work that you had when you were a freelance consultant that's one of the biggest Mm -hmm. challenges so a lot of work has to be put into that yeah managing making sure that the quality stays the same right now still delivering the same results with, with other people delivering the services. Um, did, have, did you have that? Did you find that difficult to kind of relinquish that control and allow other people to deliver what you, you know, the, did, did you find that hard to let go of the creative control? And the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, but I kind of like got over it with time, I guess. It's not something that you can keep forever and that you should keep forever definitely not the case definitely one of the hardest part to let go of control you had so much but also you learn to trust the people around you uh, and you try not to give them uh, too big of steps for them to take uh, in the in that whole path like give them piece by piece and they will uh, definitely become uh, someone who's your right hand in everything including account management in our case yeah awesome and now that you're flourishing and you sort of growing exponentially um as you're saying what's next what's 2021 and beyond got in store for you 
Uh, we're definitely looking into getting into demand side platform, which is a additional targeting options platform for Amazon sellers and also um, improving our branding as an agency. We've worked really hard in creating very high quality operations on our end and uh, making sure that quality of the service is top notch before we uh, spread the word about it. So 2021 is the year for those two initiatives for sure. Awesome. Wishing you all the best of luck. I'm sure you've got a you've got a hollowed out niche here. I haven't haven't heard of Amazon um, PPC marketing before. Is it is it a big niche Amazon marketing? Uh, so far, no. I think there's like a layer of agencies that are top notch in this industry uh, simply because they started like in 2016. So, um, uh, but there's a Compared to other platforms such as Google PPC, uh, this is just mm. a new and developing type of uh, niche, and I'm hoping that it's going to be something really big in the future. Yeah, well, Amazon's not going anywhere, so I think you're right. I think you'll yeah. be okay for a while. I think so too. Hopefully, particularly particularly with all the online shopping that's going on at the moment. Yeah. Do you buy stuff on Amazon Australia, like a customer? I, I shop a little bit. I, I just don't use a lot of Amazon. Um, occasionally I'll get some, I, I use Audible a lot. So that's sort of my main Amazon connection is Audible. Mm -hmm. um, it's not exactly the same thing, but occasionally I do I do use Amazon, but I use probably eBay a bit mm -hmm. more um, and that sort of thing. But I'll come back to Amazon just for you. I'll, I'll go and do more shopping and help some of your sellers sell more product. <laughs> Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, Australians are known to be a marketplace that's still like uh, kind of like lagging behind the, the West, the rest of the West. Australian marketplace is known to be still pretty uh, attached to the whole dropshipping website, e-commerce websites paradigm of buying online. And uh, it, it will take a couple of years before it really, really takes off in Australia, in my opinion. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, we still just yeah, we generally just shop from the global side, but yeah, hopefully we can get local up and running soon. So we're bang on around the twenty minute mark. It always flies by. If mm -hmm. people want to find out more about you, they've got an Amazon shop, they want to start an Amazon shop, they want to get their PPC up, where's the best place for them to come and find you? We've got a couple of things up on the screen there, but where's the best place for people to come and connect with you? Uh, yeah, the best place would be our website, amazoniaBPC.com, and there you have a contact form. Someone is always monitoring that, so uh, feel free to reach out for any Amazon-related inquiries. We're happy to help. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Yelena. I know it's it's early for you in Serbia. It's sort of evening here now. It actually worked out pretty well. It can be yeah. hot, can be difficult kind of matching these time zones up, but... um. Thank yeah. you for taking the time and coming on. It was awesome to learn all about Amazonian PPC and your plans for global domination in the Amazon space. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be a guest on your podcast. <laughs> and um, let me know if there's anything I can do to help your audience that's Amazon related. We're happy to help. Absolutely. We'll drop all of your details in the show notes below. So when we blast this out across the internet, anyone that's watching can come and find you get their Amazon store up and running. And if you're listening and you would like to come on the show, if you'd like to be the next guest, all you've got to do is go to bit.ly slash agency podcast, fill out that form, 
And you, just like you're learning today, can drop into the show and come and say hi. So thanks for tuning in. And thanks, Yelena, for being here. It was awesome to chat. Thanks for dropping by the show and good luck with 2021. I'm sure you dominate. I look forward to staying connected. And if I ever do get my Amazon store up and running again, you'll be the first person I get in touch with. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. See you on the next show. Thanks, Yelena. Bye-bye.